Play the fucking intro. This is Dustin, and that was Button Chris. Still pulling him out every now and again. This is a special edition of SLC Punkcast. Harrington Saints are going to be in town this Saturday at Bottoms Up. It's 10 bucks. Come see them. Brought to you by Laced Up. Uh, Laced Up music's awesome. Awesome for Paige. Paige brings so many great bands here. Uh, love Harrington Saints. One of my favorites. Daryl, friend of the show. Looking forward to meeting him in person. As you're going to hear on an interview, because that's the point of doing this show, is promoting this show, promoting that the Harrington Saints are coming to Salt Lake. And for everybody else out there, San Diego on Friday night and Rock the Ship over there in the Bay Area uh, in October at the Friday show. We'll get to all that in the interview. Eric's going to join me for the interview with Daryl. So let's uh, let's jump into some music right away. Uh, The point of this actual episode is... I did an interview. So, with the interview, uh, we talk about all kinds of cool stuff. The you know what they have coming about the new album. Uh, what I'm going to do is play some tracks from the band because why not, right? Love Harrington Saints. So I'm going to do it kind of the same formula that I do a regular episode. And this episode, we're going to do a new track. It's going to be off Thousand Pounds of Oi. Hoping to uh, hear a bunch of those new tracks at this show this coming weekend. So I reached down into one I haven't already played yet because I've already been playing the shit out of that record on this show. And I'm going to try to play them all before too long, I'm sure. But this one is Rise Up. It's on Thousand Pounds Void. came out this year, May. It's been out for just over four months. Check them out. Check out the band. Check out the album. It's on Pirate's Press. Rise Up, that's off the new album, A Thousand Pounds of Oi. Such a great album. Uh, we're going to talk about it in the interview, but just uh, such a good message overall. You know, very politically aligned I am with uh, a lot of what Harrington Saints are about. And really, it should be uh, what, you know, all the working class, and that's the majority of us out there are. But we're going to jump into an older track. So off of their 2009 
LP, Dead Broke USA. I'm going to play Let's Go. Haven't played it on the show yet. Love this track. And it's going to take us right into the interview. So as soon as Let's Go is done, Eric and I are going to be chatting up Daryl for a bit. So enjoy that. Again, get here to SLC. Shit, if you're in California or Vegas or Phoenix or something like that, shit, go to the San Diego show on Friday night. Go check them out. But if you're anywhere here in Utah, Idaho, Colorado, whatever, get here. Harrington Saints aren't always playing. And uh, we'll talk more about uh, where they may or may not be playing here in the coming future during the interview. In the meantime, let's go. Joining us now, Daryl, for the third time, Daryl of the Harrington Saints. Daryl, you and Richie Bruiser are tied with uh, most appearances on the show. (laughs) Well, you know, I'm a ham. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll have to get you on again sometime, and you can take the the title from Richie, and maybe Richie will probably want to come back on again. (laughs) That's right. I'll be the king. I'll be the SLC king. Yes! We'll have to give him a. We'll have to give him a belt, right? <laughs> well, it better be big. We, oh yes. <laughs> well, we'll be able to do that this weekend because you're coming in town. One reason why we're doing this special episode here to definitely talk about, promote, get it out there that you guys are going to be here in Salt Lake City. Eric and I have talked about it on the last two SLC Punkcast episodes as well. I was even mentioning on the last one that I feel like. The nerdy little boy in the corner and, and the hot girl came and picked you to go dance because Harrington Saints picked us to come play the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, uh, we were looking to fill a weekend, and it, the way it worked out was a bit odd, but um, we're really excited to play two places we've never played. And, you know, I have one of them is San Diego, which is odd that we've never played there. Right. I have a lot of friends down there still, you know. I mean, it's far from where we live, but it's the same state. Um, we played Arizona, but never San Diego and Nevada, but and Nevada, Arizona, Oregon, and Washington, but I've not ventured out as far as Utah. So 
so you know pushing so, the boundaries right. you you are so two first time shows uh with san diego and again like you said it, it, same state but it's such a vast difference are you guys driving the from the bay area down to san diego actually no uh it all worked out that the promoters they were just the promoters that hit us up at that time and um it worked out that it was it was pretty cost effective to just fly okay so we would we would never i mean we might drive to san diego but driving to salt lake was not really in the cards for anybody so, <laughs> i don't blame you um when you get a bit older you're just like well i'd rather spend half a day with my family and fly when i get home so right uh, it, it worked out so we said if, if the fight if the tickets aren't too bad you know we'll just do it so it all worked out it's been a lot of work but the promoter and in, in, um page in salt lake city and the promoter in san diego have been very 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 helpful so i hope everybody goes out and supports their shows all the time oh absolutely uh definitely go to as many uh, pages shows here in salt lake that's laced up the laced up music laced up productions yeah <laughs> yeah awesome they've been doing a lot lately so with the, the san diego show first time there and that's going to be this coming friday what what made uh, San Diego? So you have San Diego and Salt Lake. Those aren't two places that are uh, terribly close. How'd that get to be the the weekend? <laughs> uh, I don't I don't understand the uh, the airline flight patterns, but it worked out. <laughs> um, <laughs> it just so happened that uh, I got to, out to a lot of promoters, and I would figured I'd see you know where the chips fell, and that's where they fell. L.A. was like um, we lost our. LA promoter I know lost his venue for a while, so that was out, and uh, we couldn't do Denver yet. So we're hoping to go to Denver very soon next year. That'd be awesome, Hopefully. lucky Denver, and uh, and we're glad you're coming to Salt Lake. So first time uh, here in Salt Lake, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's like yeah, man. I hope it's a, I hope it's a good show. I've always wanted to check out that city. It's always kind of uh, seemed like a really you know, kind of trippy looking place. I want to see it, what it looks like and see what's going on, you know? Absolutely. Um, some of the bands that have been through there, you guys have posted some great bands that some of them I know and talked to their road crew and stuff. And they said the shows were good. All the people were very cool and they had a good time. So that's really what it's all about. Boiled down to you're going to help us out and book us and treat us well. Then we're going to try like hell to come. That's awesome. Uh, for we, we were talking on the last episode, so part of every SLC Punkcast episode, we we do uh, you know talk about touring bands, and it always has somebody that's going to at least make a stop through Salt Lake. So that's why we were talking about Harrington Saints last week. The band we we kind of highlighted this week was Rancid because Rancid is going to be here on Friday night. Then we get to see you guys on Saturday night. It's a pretty awesome weekend for folks here yeah. in Salt Lake City. Two Bay Area bands, uh, no less. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I didn't know that. I hope people still come out for our. Um, those guys are always copying us, man. Those rancid guys. I know those fuckers. <laughs> I saw the same thing, and I keep telling everybody. I said, you know what? You can go spend like forty bucks and go see some bands that I just saw at, at punk rock bowling, or you can go spend ten dollars. That's a steal to get in to go see a band who hasn't been here yet, and they're amazing. They have a brand new album out this year. And then you get the you. clout to say. I saw Harrington Saints at their first ever show in Salt Lake City. Right? You know, if anything, go go to that go. show for that. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. So the venue that you're you're playing at was it, it's been around for a long time under a bunch of names, and it actually just recently changed again. Yeah, wasn't okay. It the... <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to follow that. Yeah. So I, I, and I didn't even know because originally when Paige put out the the poster and start promoting this was months ago it was at the name which was in the venue and then i started looking up just in the venue specifically and i couldn't find it anywhere like everything's out of service or you know the numbers are out of service because i was looking at long story short something else separate but maybe doing an event there myself in next year and i couldn't find anything and then uh, an updated poster came out and it showed the new name which is bottoms up so for everybody out there that is either coming into or already in salt lake coming to the show that's where it's going to be bottoms up aka in the venue in the venue is you you want to hear a funny story of uh of us always like us running into the guys in rancid or what have you we were at the airport one time flying 
out to Montreal to play um, Eastern Canada for our first time. And we were checking in and we saw Lars and of course he produced one of our records and we're like, he's like, what are you doing? Are you guys going, what are you guys doing? We're like Montreal. And he looked at us and like, and I guess they were playing a big festival out in Montreal at the same time. So. <laughs> I don't know. They're always following us around. I bet they're on your social media. If you look at, uh, I'm sure Lars is probably a fan on your social media, and he's following you, and he's picking uh, the shows you guys are playing. He's following you online and in real life. Maybe he's secretly at the show, and that's why he's lining them up for the same time so he can catch your guys' shows at the same time. (laughs) Well, speaking of that, though, uh, you have another show coming up after these two in October in the Bay Area. Yeah, you were breaking up a little bit there, but I heard uh, the next show in October in the Bay Area yes. is um, the 15-year anniversary for our record label, Pirates Press Records. Great label. Uh, it's now been called Rock the Ship for the last couple now, and uh, we're really looking forward to that. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't get the Saturday on the actual deck of the ship, Um but we get to play this really cool place we've never played in Oakland before. Um, so we're looking forward to playing with Dark Buster in grade two awesome. and just having a great weekend, you know, all in all. Two great Are bands. I love Dark Buster. haven't seen them yet. I'm, I'm flying out, yes. I've, I bought my tickets shortly after a guy I work with uh, mentioned he wanted to go. And then Chris, who used to do the show uh with me he moved out there and so he's supposed to be driving up at least for the saturday show he's been real busy that's why he's not doing a lot of participating with the show uh coaching job and so forth but i will be there and i've got my tickets for all the shows it's gonna be a great weekend um unfortunately i'm gonna miss a lot of it um because they moved it from november to october and it happens. It's my ten-year wedding anniversary. Oh. <laughs> my wife is uh, my wife is very understanding, obviously. But um, I w- we're gonna do the we're gonna do the Friday show. We had, we actually kind of had to ask for the Friday show, and so we had some things planned for our anniversary. So I had to kind of we're always having to work around band stuff. So she's a saint. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's great to have so somebody supporting. I know it's our anniversary, but can I play this show? <laughs> <laughs> Just tell her you'll go, you'll introduce her to the bands. She really doesn't care. (laughs) (laughs) She's been around band guys enough. She married one. She's pretty over it, man. Fair (laughs) enough. Fair enough. That's cool though. The dark buster again, I haven't seen them. So I'm looking forward to seeing them. I've seen Lenny Lashley play twice and then, uh, grade two, first time I saw them and they actually came through Salt Lake this year too, but I saw them at punk rock bowling and they're, they're phenomenal. So, you know, anybody that's, uh, there flying out or out in the Bay area for sure. You want to get to that Friday night show. That's three great bands right there. Yeah. Absolutely. That's going to be a really fun show at a really nice, proper venue. That's going to awesome. be really cool. How far is Oakland from where you're at? Harrison Saints and my side project both practice in West Oakland. Okay. So, where from where I used to live, it was about two three miles from the island. Um, I lived on Alameda, but I, my wife and I since moved up to the hills, so we're out kind of in the boonies a little bit. So there was a, before I left, there was a deer just sitting on our side yard. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> nice, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, it's most of the festivities are. It's great that they're all in the East Bay. There's one show over in San Francisco still, but since Pirates Press moved over here, um, and so has, honestly, so has most of the population because it, it's slightly more affordable. San Francisco is just unaffordable for almost everybody at this point. So wow. every, all, all the all the festivities are happening in East Bay, and I think you guys will you'll just find it to be a lot more fun. Awesome. Um, may not have the cachet of San Francisco, but... You know, there's great places here. It's really fun. It's really fun. That's great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm flying out that Thursday in the, in the morning and then staying the whole weekend. We'll be flying out till Monday. Nice. Yeah. I will be going. Um, I'm really looking forward. I will be going to the opera Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Some so other musical while performance. While you peasants go to the punk rock show, <laughs> I'll be at the opera. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. 
<laughs> well, speaking of back to Salt Lake, so what kind of merch you guys bring in? I'm sure are you going to be bringing that new record? That new record's pretty awesome. We're pretty much bringing the new record. Um, some of the new T-shirt designs that we had um, ideas about have not worked out, but uh, we'll have a couple of T-shirts t-shirt designs you know we'll bring in a little bit of all the old stuff but we're really going out there to you know get back on the road um play some new places sell the new record and you know spread the word because we've gotten a lot of really good college radio play and um like serious radio play for the record so we've only gotten uh one uh what do you call it like one update and it seems to be doing okay so we we're gonna get out there and keep pushing it so well, it's if a. If you don't sell records, you can't keep making records. So, you right? <laughs> well, I'm sure people can buy it. I love it. Uh, great. It, it's awesome. Uh, the album cover, I've got that t shirt. You guys sit that out. Chris and I wore our matching ones day one out of punk rock bowling this year. I remember that. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Right and uh, the album's awesome. The you know last time we had you on the show was back in April and it was about a month roughly before so we got a couple uh, tracks early to to play on the show but then I've really got to listen to it so much since because the actual album came out uh, thousand pounds of always awesome definitely this album's the top of my list for best albums of the year right now. Uh, oh, thank you, thank you. It's really good. I'd, I'd heard Red State because you guys released that as a single early around. I think it was this time last year, or was it the year before? Yeah, the album got held up because we lost our engineer uh, that was working on it um, for a while, and then he ended up not being able to come back at all. Um, so that's what held it up. A single came out, you know, quite a bit before. Things don't always go as planned, but. Uh, what are some of the tracks on the record that you guys are you guys like besides the ones that we may have done videos for? Anything stand out? Or? Well, we did uh, last week. So when we were talking about your show, we, we also played the track "State of Emergency." I really love "State of Emergency." Uh, it's a Thank great you. track. Yeah, okay. And then uh, the ones we played on that previous episode were on the last interview were, were all great. We, we played "Thousand Pounds of Oi." Fremont Train and then Counter Attack, both, you know, not both, but all three really good. I love Rock and Roller. So last week we happened to have played a track and it was just by coincidence right before we played yours that also had piano in it. And so then we played State of Emergency, which also has the piano, which was Lord, yeah. pretty awesome. You know, it's just a, <laughs> yeah. a not used element very often, but that's, you know, your last track of A side. And then Rock and Rolla, when we did the interview, so I think Chris must have been there. Did Chris do the interview with us last time? Yeah, Chris was with us last time, but we got I got cut short of it. So, um, yeah, Chris was doing it last time. Right. It's funny cause I always ask because I thought we might get a little bit of shit, but it's great that, you know, people are, are really cool to it. I asked because a lot of the reviewers didn't pick up on the the use of any kind of keyboard as much as I thought they would. Really? And. I thought for a music reviewer, you know, that was really odd. But, um, I mean, maybe some of it's a little, little like, lower. But um, there's, I think State of Emergency has, like, an 80s Moog synthesizer pad on it, as well as um, just, uh, like, keyboards in there. I think, I think that's the one we did uh, all three, piano. Uh, synthesizer and keyboards on it. Nice. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a lot of synth. Our guy that we used is, um, I asked him if he had any 80s synth sounds, and he said, I have them all. And then I opened a can of worms, and it was like, oh, jeez, man, this is going to be rough. <laughs> well, we played, like uh -oh. I said, that other track, and then it just was funny that it was piano, and then this is the track we picked. And then, uh, you know, if you listen on digital, it goes state of emergency, then rock and roller. But it's side A, end of side A, or beginning of side B was rock and roller, same same sound, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, you know, we really did the track listing um, based on the uh, vinyl, not so much the the CD. Oh, okay. Because, that's, you know, that's always our first choice is vinyl. And uh, we, we really wanted to, like you know, kind of take the listener on a bit of a journey, which is like part of the allure of vinyl. Like you listen to one side and it's like, you know, 
going to the symphony. It's like the first act or for the first movement, and then you got to turn over the record and and see the you know and then listen to the rest of it. So that's why that's why I like vinyl so much more, among other things. But we really did the track listing with the A side, B side in mind. So that well it turned out great uh, i remember when we did the interview last time you mentioned uh, i was asking about tracks that i think stick out to you or something like that and you mentioned broken windows and the first couple times because the bulk of the time i get to listen to music is probably in my car or maybe at work so i don't unfortunately get to take my vinyl with me to either of those uh and so i'm listening to the digital copies and it's funny when i hear broken windows it's a great track but the first couple times when that track would come on before I really, you know, caught on and remembered, you know, every track in order because I've listened to it so much like I do now. The <laughs> first time I hear it, the you know, when it comes on for like 10, 15 seconds, I'm checking like, is there something wrong? Because the beats per set, you know, beats per minute actually slow down significantly, like noticeably, like uh, something wrong with this track. It's not, you know, the same tempo, the maybe more upbeat because it's not a not upbeat song it's just noticeably a little bit slower and i had to check yeah, that it, a few times <laughs> uh, that's, that's weird. it was actually so one of the some of the guys weren't uh weren't sure in the band about it and uh mike c and i who who wrote it we were like no no man this this is this will be fun this would be great so you know um i think if that's the one also if you really listen um the drummer doesn't play a cymbal. Forrest doesn't play a cymbal on that song. Ah, okay. So, I'll have to listen see, for that you're again. Getting all, you're getting all the weird nerd stuff now. Man. Right? You're really nerded out. <laughs> you, can't lock us, you can't lock us in a recording studio for like 19 hours for a weekend and not expect us to go freaking nuts. <laughs> right? That's, that's cool. Yeah. Again, I really love the, the album, the, the themes to the songs, you know, Rise Up. Now more than ever, it's a lot of great messages. Uh, Chris and I talked all the time about, you know, me personally, I like the message or a message in my music along with, uh, you know, enjoying something that sounds great as well. And so many uh, of the tracks, I mean, really hit just, uh, you know, for me, great message. All those tracks that I've named, it's really good. Cool, thanks, because that's, that's pretty much, that's 100% my job. You know, and I, I kind of went out there. I don't, all the guys don't necessarily share my political views, so I try to keep things a little bit, uh, so to speak. But on this one, I kind of, um, kind of just, uh, barreled over their rights <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. And they're, they're usually fine with it. They're like, no, go for it. And, you know, we'll say something. So they're like, it's yours. That's your thing. So. Uh, they're pretty cool about that, so I, I also don't want to take liberties with them being so cool. But uh, I, you know, I pushed the, the boundaries. I thought we'd get a lot more flack over the antique gun of uh, state of emergency, but you know, I think uh, I think everybody's tired of that, you know, right? Shit. <laughs> no, uh, no, I agree. <laughs> it's you know? uh, it's the right way for me anyway to get those messages like i i'm not a fan of the news i don't even call the news the news it's <laughs> some news and with some news you get whatever story somebody wants to tell you and so yeah. uh there are a lot of bad things that are happening but you know this is the way that i want to hear about it this is the way that uh change actually happens are, are these right. methods not just throwing things on the news to get ratings and shock value and that kind of bullshit. It's the news to get the views. Yeah. I hope so. I think, you know, and I think as our generation has gotten older, you know, like my generation below, like this group of, you know, post baby, baby boomer generations are having kids and have families and they're starting to kind of, uh, I think rework some of this stuff in their mind and be like, this, this is not worth it. You know, this sucks. Right. This this is not this is not cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the majority of the population, especially in this country, but I think it really speaks to because you you'll hear music from bands from all over the world, especially in Europe, experiencing something similar. You hear it in the music, the same tones, the same themes to songs. And though you know this genre of music might not be the pop music, you know, in the sense that it's the most popular out there, it really is. 
if people listen to the music, that's really the music of the generation of the working class because it's so much of a class system at the moment. Yeah, I mean, that's what the beauty of, like, the real punk and when they tried to, you know, commercialize it and market it, then it just went further underground. That's that's why it's clear, you know. Right. If they'd have just – if they'd have really been successful in the, the early packaging and labeling of it and slapping it down and selling it, it would have gone the way of, you know – like all that are fads and stuff so right <laughs> it's all back underground you know and every time it goes underground it gets a little more raw in my opinion yeah so. i agree and uh i appreciate what you do i i'm a, a huge fan as i've probably told you numerous times and if anybody listens to the show they play the band all the time i talk about your band uh definitely one of my favorites for quite some time eric is not as as familiar with your band a, a, as me, so I'm gonna put that out there right now. He's more of a, <laughs> a new fan or newer fan, anyway. Not as well versed, but I'm getting in there. <laughs> yeah, and so Eric is still here, everybody. I might be talking over him because uh, I always enjoy talking to Daryl. It's, it's always a treat for me. <laughs> this is just my first time going in. Yes. So going back to the Salt Lake City show or even the upcoming shows, you know, as bands do, you, you create what your playlist is going to be. And I'm sure it's probably going to be pretty similar for at least the first two shows here uh, you know, the San Diego and the Salt Lake City show without giving away specifics, you know, what, what can we expect? What kind of, or, you know, what albums are you going to go back to? You're going to be playing stuff from all of the releases. Uh, I know we're going to definitely be hearing stuff from thousand pounds of oi, but it's your first show here in Salt Lake. So, you know, the majority of the crowd I'm sure is probably first time going to get to see you. So what do you, what's your guys' plans? Uh, we try to pepper it with the set list with a little bit of everything. Um, I think there's about four songs from Thousand Pounds in the set list. Awesome. Um, I think, actually, I think there's, um, there's you know, so the seven inches. I think there's a couple songs from the Fish and Chips 10 inch. And so there's a little bit of everything. Um, I maybe only one song from each of the first two LPs, which is kind of odd. Because we're we're actually playing some stuff from the seven inches as well. That's great. Um, yeah, we uh, I think we came out with a pretty good set. It, sometimes um, we we yeah we never really lean one way or the other. We just try to we just like have a good cohesive set and pepper it with a little something from everything, you know. So that's great. And if everybody's into it, we can always play more songs. <laughs> Perfect. I, that's what we're hoping for. Yeah. Get the actual encore, <laughs> the unscripted encore. I'll play till I pass out or get really thirsty for a beer. There you go. <laughs> Probably pass out. Yes. Uh, Hopefully awesome. the bar area is still functional. Yeah, it's supposed to be. Uh, multiple levels. So this place actually has a, a couple different levels, tiers, like uh, different areas. So you can do the all-ages show, but it has uh, the bar there. So people that want to get a drink definitely have that ability. But then all That's ages, great. so people <laughs> can come check you out. Yeah, exactly. That's what I kind of asked if, like, you guys had something like that where an all ages venue that still has, like, beer. So, because those are just the best places, especially if it's your first time playing there, you want to try to make it all ages, you know? Yes. I think uh, when we were talking about going to Denver, they were, they were like, you can just do two shows here. You can do uh, an all ages show and a bar show. We're like, cool, no travel. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You hang out in Denver. I'm sure there's – I've been to Denver a few times. I haven't really did, uh, you know, any sightseeing. Much, oh, it's but a wonderful city. Is it, there you go. Yeah, Eric was just there a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, I've never been there. Oh, it's so fun. They got a vibrant music scene. One of the times I was there, every bar had some type of band playing there. Like there was a, a rock band and another like a kind of an indie rock band then another weird kind of a jazzy band playing in another. And across the street there was some old – Hank Williams worship country music playing. That's, <laughs> awesome. that's where I'd probably be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where I was most of my night because I spent ten dollars to get into that show. I'm like, yeah, I might as well just stick around. <laughs> uh, I do actually. We have some. Uh, we have some other sh- things on the horizon, and I'm not sure if I can announce it yet. But I'll just do it to the SLC uh, podcast people. Uh, you know, if anybody feels like getting a passport 
we're touring the UK next spring, and we'll be playing the Punk on the Peninsula Festival in Scotland. With um, I'm not sure a lot of the bands, but I know the Exploited is one of the headliners as well. So, wow, that's uh, cool. I'm super looking forward to that now. That that. Scotland is amazing. So that is awesome. That's really cool. You were just over in Europe with Suede Razors. Uh, what about a month or so ago? Uh, yeah, Suede Razors did a European tour in uh, August. We played Rebellion Festival in England and then went over to the continent and played, uh, I think, uh, five club dates and ended at Endless Summer Festival in eastern Germany. Um, oh, and then we had a all-nighter drive or all-day all-nighter drive down to Switzerland. I forgot. How could I forget about that? But that, was, uh, that, was, that was really fun. It was great. So. That's awesome. Uh, can't go wrong playing Rebellion Festival. I agree. If, if nobody's been there yet, I always tell them, like, it's worth saving up your money and going at least one time because it, um, it is exactly how this is supposed to be done. Everybody's cool. Everybody gets along. It's four days, and it is just – it's relentless assault of, of bands, man. Just, you know <laughs> – you're not going to be able to see all the bands you want to see. Just go in knowing that, and you're going to eat way too many chips or fries, and you're going to drink way too much shitty beer. But it's, it's a blast, man. It is. It's, it's like it should be on every punk rocker or skinhead's uh, bucket list to to go there. So fun, and your and your hotel can be awful, <laughs> but it's cool. We're so it's supposed to keep in the. Boat. It's supposed to keep in with the theme of griminess over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. A, that's a great festival. We got to play the last um, endless summer festival because they wrapped that up. They called a wrap on that. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's just great. Like I, I love playing festivals, but you know, I kind of just like doing club shows too, or smaller bar shows. It's, it's really fun. Our last show in Zurich was this tiny pub, and it was a free at the door, and it was just packed, and people were going just batshit crazy um so that's a blast you know the, the intimacy is what's great about it i agree chris always would tell a story about when he was stationed over there in germany and he saw the business at a club so it was a smaller club and how awesome it was to get to see a band like that in that type of setting so it's, it is cool for you know i'm sure for the band but also for the fans to get that opportunity instead of standing and watching you from 100 yards away you know, wishing mm-hmm. I had binoculars, just enjoying the music. That, yeah. You know, you get to be yeah. up close. Yeah, that's not really fun for the band either, you know, especially in this type of music. Like, you want, you get that energy back and forth going, you know. Right. And that's that's what creates, that's what creates the magic. It's not just the band or the music. It's the people in the crowd. And that's, that's what punk rock was all about, you know, like on the same level. And we're going to give energy to the stage, and the stage is going to throw energy back at us. And that's when you just get like a hurricane of, of killer vibes, good times. You know, that's what it, that's what it's all about. That's why I'm still doing this, and I'm old as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate you still doing it, and I'm glad Salt Lake City made it on the list before you decided not to. Hopefully, it makes it back yeah. on the list. <laughs> yes, I am too. I'm, I'm really stoked to go there and check out the town and uh, meet some new people. Like I said, Paige has done a great job. Uh, helping us out like it wouldn't have it wouldn't have happened without her put it that way so she does a great job she brings some great bands uh through here and she does a great job setting it up she's awesome she's relentless yes grade two (laughs) uh was because of her uh lion's law came through that was because of her concrete elites coming uh next month a couple weeks after you guys they're going yeah yeah Yeah, i uh i heard great things from like uh, the Lions Law and their crew and stuff. So I was like, well, there you go. Um, we'll take a flyer on this. And the guys were like, wait, we're going to San Diego and then Salt Lake City? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, it kind of doesn't, but it does. Just bear with me. Right? So there was a, a little bit of trust. I had to kind of feed my case on this one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. When we had talked previously about doing like weekend shows, you know, when – you mentioned maybe doing Utah. It was like maybe Boise, maybe Denver, or something like that. So when I saw it too, I thought, "Man, I hope they're not driving." That's a long ass drive to get to San Diego on Friday, <laughs> then up to Salt Lake for Saturday. 
we're not really like road warriors anymore. We used to get in the van a lot, uh, you know, 12 years ago, 10, 12 years ago. Now everybody's just kind of like, well, that's a weird, that's a weird setup. Like, <laughs> can we afford to fly? And I'm like, yeah, we're flying. We're not driving anywhere except to like, like from the hotel to the show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, awesome. I'm in, you know, cause you know, we used to do the van trip to LA and then down to Phoenix, Arizona, down to Tucson, and then back up to Las Vegas, and you know, it's uh, gets a little old. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that that San Diego to Salt Lake is like 11 hours, I think, if you're fast. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I did yeah, that in one yeah, straight that's shot once. Not happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Take the hour I mean, and a half flight. <laughs> we're at the point now on tour in Europe where we're just like. You know, just go to the next city. We'll take less money, whatever. <laughs> like, just, we don't want to. You know, 11 hours every day in the van is just kind of, you don't really put on your best show. Sure. Uh, we had one tour where the, we did one, just flew in, did a show. The next drive was 10 hours. And then the drive the next day was 10 and a half hours. And then the drive the next day was 11 hours. Wow. So we're not halfway through the tour yet, and you're just totally fried. Yeah. yeah, it takes a lot out of you. The the traveling does. Yeah, so. I mean, I enjoy it. If I was, you know, running road crew or or driving or selling merch, it would be really fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be stoked. Yeah, but, but you you have to have the most night. energy up there. Everybody's watching you. Yeah, it's easier to exactly. do that when you're younger and you got all that energy <laughs> to reserve to make a ten hour drive yeah. and then be crazy on stage. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, it worked out, you know, like the chips, I'm super stoked. The chips fell, fell there. And it just so happened. Like I, those are the contacts I had. Those are the contacts that, you know, didn't wait around and they jumped on said, uh, we can do that for you. We can make this happen. And when somebody gets back to you like that, it makes you feel appreciated and that they really want you to come. So that's really, that's huge for bands, man. Right. More so than a lot of the other stuff, you know, like, to feel appreciated and to be wanted and people want you to come play, you know, at this level, you know, honestly, this is not, this is not paying anybody's uh, rent or mortgage. So we should have fun and be surrounded with good people doing that. Yeah. People that enjoy you, people that want to check you out. Yeah. Yeah, totally. What else you guys have coming up? Do you have anything else that uh, Harrington saints is up to, or is there anything you're doing or, what else do we need to know? Uh, well, besides you need to be in uh, at the venue of Bottoms Up on Saturday. I'm going to be um, there. Or Rock the Ship. I'm going to we'll be there, be too. We'll be done for the year, it looks like, uh, unless there's any kind of uh, you know benefit that may pop up. Um, some of us have kids now, so I think we'll be done for the year. And then I think we'll be doing L.A. and like some local shows in the beginning of the year. And uh, we will be going to the UK in late May for a UK only tour. That's and awesome. We haven't been there in too long, so we'll be doing that. Uh, don't look for any new vinyl for a while or records for a while. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm sorry, but that's just the way it's going to be for now. <laughs> well, we'll look forward to it when the next one comes. But this one's pretty awesome, and it's only been out what four months, so yeah. it's still yeah, new. That's, like a, that. that's a new one. We'll have plenty yeah. of time to get. For everyone to get their fill on it. Yes. Yeah. Me, I gotta yeah, get. Totally. I, I gotta get loaded up on the music before the show. Right. <laughs> uh, if you guys have any, people can go get them from there. But if not, they're always available over at Pirates Press. You know, PiratesPressRecords.com. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm looking forward to see. I I was a pretty regular because I kind of got into the vinyl game late. Right about like two weeks or maybe three weeks after I started doing this podcast. I've been doing it two and a half years now. That's when I bought my very first vinyl record. It was a Lion's Law record at Punk Rock Bowling that year. And since then, it has kaboomed into quite a bit. And I'm pretty regular. You know, every time they come out with a, a few new ones, I usually grab all of those plus a handful of the, the, you know, the back catalog, as it were. But the last, I think the last time I got something was maybe June. And it's only because maybe July, whenever they announced uh, Rock the Ship, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to buy any to have shipped out. I'm going to go out to the store and buy all those things that I would have bought. Oh, cool. Right on, man. Yeah, vinyl, uh, it's, I got it. Yeah, it, I, uh, I think I, 
I used to have some great records, I think, back then. You know, you don't realize it when you're younger and you sell them and stuff. And right. Because you're poor. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> like, oh, boy. You know, I remember going to, uh, hey, we have some songs kind of about this. Like, growing up where we grew up, we had one cool record store. And, you know, the, the, the one import section, I was always really into, like, the British uh, punk bands and stuff like that. And, you know, Tuesday was the day the new records came in or something like that. And you go down with their, whatever money you have and you buy as many records as you can out of the import section, you know. And I'm dating myself because normal records are like seven or eight bucks and then you had to pay a little more for the import. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you know, it's like great times. And, you know, this, uh, this trip I'm going to get to see friends that I grew up with that live down south now and it's going to be great. So I'm really excited. That's awesome, man. And make a whole bunch of new ones out here in Salt Lake City. Yep. That's the plan. Yes. I've had you on the show three times. We've had a handful of conversations. We talk back and forth here and there. But it'll be great to actually meet you in person. Likewise, my friend. Likewise. Well, we look forward to you being there. Everybody else out there, if you're anywhere nearby, all you folks up in Boise, uh even in denver if you're anywhere near here you should come down and watch this show because uh like i said i felt like the the little nerd who got picked by the hot girl because harrington saints picked us and i know that your guys are busy and it's going to be infrequent uh the uk is going to be very lucky there's so many wonderful bands bands we talk to friends of the show and such i hope you get to meet and play with them when you get to the uk but everybody else that's out here and uh, you know, out in the Midwest, West, if you're anywhere nearby, if you're not heading out to rock the ship, then you should head out here to Salt Lake this weekend. Uh, it'll be well worth it. Right on. Great talking to you guys. Thanks again for having me on. Absolutely. Again. <laughs> and, again, and then uh, we'll, we'll wait. Uh, maybe right before you head out to the UK, we'll have you on for a fourth time, and then I'll make sure I tell Richie. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Maybe, uh, we'll, maybe we'll write a new, maybe we'll write a new record real quick, and you'll have to put me on. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All you got to do is write one song, right? Just write a single, and then it's like, I'll hey, guess what? Two. There's some new Harrington Saints. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are always doing this. <laughs> yes, it's uh, awesome. All right, we're yeah, gonna play some more music, emotion. and then uh, we're gonna we're gonna check you out this Saturday. So we're looking forward to seeing you then. Okay. See you guys then. Thanks again. You welcome. Take care. See ya. Bye now.
Harrington Saints, a band who is relentless. They're going to be here, Salt Lake City, Saturday. Bottoms up. Thanks again, Daryl, for joining. Right now, uh, wrapping up the show by paying tribute to a great cover-to-cover album. They all are. But this is uh, this is Pride and Tradition. First track there we played, uh, end of the album there, and that was Relentless. And we're going to wrap this show up with Revolution. It's off the Pride and Tradition from 2012. Harrington Saints. Thanks again, Daryl. Again, whole point of this show was just put it out there, man. If you didn't know already, uh, Laced Up's bringing them here. Thanks, Paige. I appreciate you putting this on. I appreciate the band making it out here. You've heard from Daryl. So much cool stuff with this band. We played some tracks on there. If you didn't know about Harrington Saints, well, now you do. Get out to the show. If you're anywhere close to us, Get out here. If you're over there in the UK, you know they're coming for you. Everybody else, thank you. Come say hi. I want to say hi to you when you get out to the Salt Lake City show. And I'm going to go say hi to Daryl and the boys because they're going to bring a lot of noise. Thank you, everybody else. And uh, Button Chris, he's never too far away. Play the fucking outro. (laughs) 